All right. So, hey guys, today is, what's today? Um, the 29th of April, of April, oh my goodness, October 2019. And um, I need to share what's on my heart. Um, I don't really talk a lot about my personal struggles on here because, do I? I don't know. But I don't think I talk about my personal struggles a lot um, as far as, like, you know, just personal stuff. Um, but I, hmm, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but I just, I tend to not be a very honest person when it comes to close to when it comes to creating close relationships with people, um, I live in a lot of fear of man, a lot of, you know, being afraid of man's faces as, as the Bible tells us not to do. Um, and I find myself being a very weak, emotionally, emotionally weak individual. And in addition to that, just being afraid to speak what's on my mind and when I say that I mean in a personal situation like you know on on Instagram it's like you know yeah you know everybody need to stop doing this and stop doing that and y'all need to stop doing this but when it comes to my own personal relationships and dealings with people I I tend to be very fake um and not truly myself and uh, for a long time I really struggled with accepting myself um just accepting that i am very uh what's the word like i can be anal about certain things and that's not a bad thing all the time you know certain things that you care about certain things that you want done a certain way or if a job needs to be done a certain way and you know it needs to be done that way being you know kind of anal about it in that way like i know what to do and I know that I should do or say certain things but I find myself choking back my words I find myself just hiding my real feelings about stuff and I have actually created um a build-up of just stress in my body to the point that my body is now starting to react um in a negative way like um what my eyesight fading and um just my body just being very sensitive and very like I always live in a state of like constant fear and like my body's always tense and if you've been under stress for any amount of time any amount of time you understand that and I I find myself like living in the past on a situation that happened two three weeks ago but I can't get over it I I you know and I know I'm a Christian and I know I'm saved and I know that God is with me and I know that I have been bought with the blood of Jesus and that, you know, I'm no longer a slave to sin, but I'm a slave to righteousness. But it's like I willfully make the choice to to remain in this this way, you know, with certain people like I'll, I'll be afraid of a person. And you, you know that you can't have a real relationship with somebody that you're in fear of, that you are afraid to speak your mind with. Like, there, I've had relationships like that before, and they ended up not working out because 
I, I, it's like you can't say what you want to say around this person because they're going to get offended or whatever the case may be. That's one thing. But what I'm talking about is just, you know, I'm just having, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that this person is better than me. I'm thinking this person is, you know, got more whatever over me. And a lot of times I revert back to, you know, feeling like I'm not worth it or that I'm not worth speaking up for myself or that I'm not worth, you know, opening up and, 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 and speaking, speaking, speaking my peace. Um, you know, just stuffing my truth down, just hiding it, just kind of, you know, somebody says something to me that's a little off color or off, you know, their, their, their tone of voice is a little, you know, got that little mm in it. And, you know, and instead of me addressing it in a Christian loving way not you know clapping back at them and would you not finna do it you know not that but you do have to get like that but not not to be mean and hateful to that person but even that I don't even I don't even do that and I I still I guess and and it's like every day I go to work and I'm like okay I'm gonna deal with this person I'm gonna say this thing I'm gonna say it and Two weeks later, I'm still sitting there, haven't said the thing, haven't dealt with the thing, haven't dealt with it, haven't dealt with it, don't deal with it day after day. I see the person 205,000 times a day, and I won't open my mouth, and I know that this is ungodly because if anything keeps me from reaching out to people and loving people in a Christ-like manner, if there's anything in my heart, like, I can't truly go forward. I can't truly, you know, really, and even when I'm trying to read my Bible, I mean, I'm reading it, and I'm just like, I feel like that thing is in the way. It's like, you haven't dealt with this person, you haven't told them, and I've talked to people, and they're like, well, Janelle, you know, you'll get another chance to deal with it, you know, with, with a similar situation like that, you know, don't hold on to that, but I held on to it, and then the person does something else, and I know I'm wrong, I know I'm, I, listen, I don't need nobody to tell me I'm wrong, because I know it. I know that holding grudges and being bitter and feeling offended over stuff is wrong. Like, you know, I, and it's just like, especially with this particular person, and it's like, why do I let this person get to me? Why do I think that I can't be myself around this person? Why do I feel like this person I have to, like, you know, bow and scrape to or feel inferior to or not really speak my truth to? Like, I feel like a lot of times I don't know if somebody says something in a nasty, sarcastic, condescending tone to me, I don't always know how to react. Because for so long in my life, I have avoided conflict and avoided confrontation that those muscles of confrontation and conflict um, are weak and I don't exercise them. So when it comes, something comes up and it's like, well, this is what you need to do. You need to deal with this situation. You need to, you know, kindly put this person in their place so to speak I shut my mouth I shut down I'm just like I don't know what to do or I know what to do but I just don't want to come out of myself step out and out and and say hey boom this is the thing you know and it's not that I'm even going to be nasty but it's just opening my mouth and being vulnerable opening my mouth and speaking the words that need to come out of my mouth like you know, I'm just like, I noticed my eyesight changing. I noticed that I'm not seeing things as clearly as I once did. And I'm thinking, God did not die for me to live like this. He did not die for me to live bitter and frustrated with my eyesight fading, with, you know, not being able, my skin, you know, itching out of nowhere. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm getting kind of honest and, you know, deep. But, you know, just in a constant, you know, stress that is putting on my heart, like, I'm killing myself. I'm literally committing suicide. 
slow and painful death that I'm, you know, not remembering stuff. And I know you're probably like, but you know, all you got to do is, and I know, I know all I got to do is open my mouth. And that's like, I play that tape a hundred thousand times a day over and over. I rehearse it again a thousand times in a different way, how I should say it. Just bringing it up. Oh, this is what I'm going to say. Oh, I'm going to say it this way. Oh no, I'm going to say it this way. Like I literally, I turn that tape a thousand times over and it's like, you got to stop turning the tape. My cousin said something so powerful one day we were talking. She was like, you know, you got to ask the Lord to destroy that tape. You got to, you got to destroy the tape because the tape is going to keep playing until you put a stop to it and you put your finger on the pause and say no more. Cause I know for a fact that Jesus did not die for me to live like this. He saved me. He shed his blood for me. He died for every sin that I have ever committed and will ever commit. I'm his child. And there's nothing in his word that says live like this live so stressed out and it's like i'm not even it's just nothing to stress about like these are not things that are like so oh my gosh like oh my gosh you you should be stressed about this like this is something you need to stress about it's like i really kind of and I, it, in my heart of hearts i'm just this person that aches to have friends i ache in my heart i long to have homegirls I can hang out with and be like, girl, let's go, you know, let's take a road trip to DC or let's, you know, do something, you know, just hang out or whatever. And I really don't have that. And I feel like it's because I'm just truly not authentic on that deep level. Um, I know a lot of people and a lot of people like me and, you know, coworkers and stuff. They just, you know, they I, they like me a lot, and I like them, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like I let this one thing overshadow not just my day at work, but it follows me home, and it follows me to my other job, and it follows me wherever I go because it's like this, this fog over my head that I literally have made this situation my life. And it's like I'll get over one situation with that person, and next thing you know, the next time something happens and they, I don't deal with it properly, I get hung up on that for another month, and then I'm finally going to that person like, you know what, I've been holding this against you for a month and like why are you doing this why are you holding something against me for a month why didn't you just tell me you know and nobody you can't really love or be in relationship and enjoy somebody that you're scared of again and that you're always constantly trying to gauge how to deal with them like you can't live at peace in your heart always you know worrying about the next interaction or worrying about the next oh god oh god what are, what are they gonna say and how am I gonna react literally that's how I've lived most of my life and I have been a very weak person. Um, and I am a very weak person when it comes to really just being genuine and authentic and speaking, I said, speaking the truth, being honest, being open, you know, letting go of stuff, you know, admitting, you know what, that hurt my feelings. Or, you know, I don't want, I don't want to be caught up, you know, in that hurt my feelings all the time because that sounds childish, like that hurt my feelings, which, yeah, sometimes your feelings do get hurt by things people say, but I just don't want to be the person that's always like, you hurt my feelings. Like, how old are you? You in your 30s and you still tell me, where are my feelings? My feelings. Like, I don't want, and I know that God did not mean for me to live according to my emotions. Like, yes, he gave them to us. And yes, they have proper places, but they shouldn't run my life. And that's exactly where I am. Like, I'm letting this thing run my life to the point that I can't think clearly and move on as a normal human being does because I'm stuck in this rut of, okay, well, you know, I did this or they did this and I should have said this. And I'm like, you know, bitter and angry and fuming and 
burning in my heart. And I know for a fact that this is sin that I'm living in. And I've confessed it to God. But here's the thing. Confession is great, but you got to take steps that and action to make that thing reality. Like, okay, yeah, you confessed it, but now you got to go up to that person. And now you got to stop doing this or start doing this. And that's where I get stuck every time is that, you know, and it's not just fear, it's pride. And that's the thing. It's like I can blame it all on fear and I'm just scared. But no, a lot of it is pride because I don't want to humble myself to the point that I need to say, you know what? I was wrong. And I've confessed things to this person before and I've spoken up and I've said, yeah, I was wrong. And can you forgive me? But every time it's like, you know, it just it's exhausting and it's draining and I'm putting my body under so much stress and pain. And here's the thing, y'all. I would rather put myself under this pain and live in pain and live in a fog and live barely knowing how to focus and can't focus and can't losing my grip on stuff. I would rather do that and live in sorrow in my body than open up and be free. And I know you're like, well, that doesn't make no sense. And it doesn't. It doesn't. It's actually the worst thing you can do, probably. But I, that's where I... I don't want to say that's where I, Yeah, that's where I am. And um, I just wanted to talk about it. I just wanted to get it out. Because, you know, a lot of times we just kind of suffer in silence. And, yeah, this is my battle that I have to fight. I, You know, I'm not looking for, oh, you know, you need to do this because I already know what I need to do. But, you know, just get through that situation okay that's great but here's the thing like i need to become somebody that can overcome these situations instead of it taking you know three months for me to get over a situation like i need to lessen my learning curve my, my aunt told me she's like you know it's okay you know if you take it's not okay but you know let's just say the first time you learn a lesson it takes you five weeks okay so maybe let's you know let's let's try to get it down to four and a half the next time it comes around because it's gonna come around again and i already know that every time I barely get through a situation. It's going to come back again. And I just feel like I just remain weak instead of really learning the lesson I need to learn from that situation. I just continue to remain weak in that. And I don't really get serious about changing or growing or, you know what, let me get over this because it, I, I don't be wanting to. Because I would rather feel comfortable in my sin and my discomfort and the pain that I'm putting myself through rather than manning up well, you know, warming up, you know, putting on my big girl drawers and saying, you know what, let me deal with this thing. Because it's like dealing with the sin in our lives, it's, it's not, it's, there's some things that I'm just like, I'm not doing again. Like, I'm not going to live my life uh, masturbating. I'm not going to do that. Like, I, I know, because I know that God has, well, I know he has a husband for me, but at the rate I'm going, my God, I don't know. I might not live to see him, um, but you know, you know, I, I just know that I'm not going there. Like I'm not doing that because what's the point of having a husband if I can please myself all the time? I don't need a man, right? And I know that that act, that thing, takes me to a place of guilt every time. I feel dirty. I feel nasty. I'm not doing that. So like I'm set. And the temptation comes, no doubt. Hear me out when I tell you this. The temptation is like, ooh. Oh, just one time, just do this, just hit that one time, just boom, boom, boom. And it's like, no, no, and no. You know, thoughts about, you know, sex come to your mind. You know, it's like, ooh, you know, it's like, you got to stop them in his tracks. Okay, I don't need to be thinking about sex right now. Like, I, you know, we got to renew our minds. Every time those thoughts come, leaning on the Lord, you know. But this thing here, it's like, I have 
lived my life so long and it's like, is there any hope? Like, I can't tell you the number of times that I'm just like, I know I should be dead because the pressure in my head, the pressure on my brain has been so great. And the heaviness in my heart has been so great from my thoughts. Because y'all realize our thoughts and our, our heart and everything, all the whole body works together. The Bible talks about, you know, the whole body working together. You know, talking about the body of Christ his people, his church, but this body works together. So if I'm thinking something and I got something weighing on my mind, it's going to weigh on my heart and it's going to affect my heart and it's going to affect everything else. It's going to affect my, my, my stomach. It's going to affect my appetite. I haven't had a real appetite in a very long time. And I know y'all like, how in the world are you standing? What are you doing? Like, how are you even functioning? I know, but you know, maybe I'm being too open. Maybe I'm being telling too much of my business. I don't know. But I know that there may be somebody going through something similar. Um, maybe not the full thing, but just something similar. Um, and I know that, again, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I'm just, I'm speaking and I'm hoping somebody hears me. Um, I often, oh yeah, I need to say this because this is something else. Else, I know that God has not sent me a husband yet for not just this reason alone, but probably other stuff. But just, you know, because I would definitely be a, use him as a crutch. And I know for a fact that God did not call husbands and wives to be crutches for one another. I know that, you know, if I'm weak emotionally and mentally, that a husband, I'm going to just use him and I'm going to just lean on him and expect him to, to feed me emotionally, feed me, you know, um, mentally, feed me spiritually. And that's not what he's called to do. The No man is called to be your spiritual savior. No man, you know, he's he might be good looking and he might be awesome, but at the end of the day, he can't carry my relationship with God for me. He can't carry me emotionally. If my emotions aren't in check right now, then they're not going to be in check. But, and if I can't get it together single, being married is going to be a whole nother set of issues because I'm not just dealing with me and my issues. I'm dealing with him and his issues. So I'm not ready to be nobody's husband right now. As much as I believe that God has a man out there for me with my name on him, amen, I'm not ready for him because I just know that I would I would destroy his life with my with my weak attitude with my weak mentality. I would just tear him up and I, I nobody's son deserves that. Nobody's son deserves that for me. So um yeah, just I don't know. Um I've been reading my Bible, definitely. I've been learning a lot. But again, I feel like I can't truly enjoy the word because I've still got this thing weighing on me. And it's like this pinched nerve in my heart. It's just like pinched. It's just like a pinched, uncomfortable feeling because when you're carrying something, until you let that thing go, it's going to reside in your body. It's going to be all in your body. It's going to be all in your stomach. It's going to be all in your arm. It's going to be all in your heart. Everything, your left side going to be all jacked up. And y'all, I'm just... It's only by the grace of God that I have not had heart heart attacks and strokes yet. Like, if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to have something very soon. 
But it's only by the grace of God that I have not lost my eyesight, that I have not blacked out, that I have not had a heart attack or a stroke, literally, or an aneurysm. Like, literally, it's only God. And I know he's, like, rooting for me to get through this. He's rooting for me to get over this. He's rooting for me to, to, to give up this lifestyle of fear and stress and dread and living. Because I'm kind of just, I'm just kind of surviving. I'm, like, I'm doing stuff. I'm going places. I'm, you know, learning stuff. But I don't have freedom and joy. And that's part of God's plan, too. There's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's what the kingdom of heaven is about. I believe that's in Romans. Um, you know, that that's righteousness, peace, and joy. The kingdom is not about eating and drinking, but it's rice, rice, rice. righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And, um, yeah, like, it's, it's that. It's like, I'm supposed to have joy as a Christian. I'm not just supposed to be getting by. And that's, I confess that I've just been getting by. I confess that I'm just like... Lord, I'm I'm just I'm just getting by. And I'm just confessing and I'm not taking action, God. Like I'm not I'm 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 faking it. I'm lying to people. I'm not being sincere. I'm being, you know, and I'm I'm failing my test and I'm not even trying to pass them. I'm just like I don't want this test, period. I don't want to deal with people, period. I don't want to I want to avoid conflict and confrontation. And who you know at 32 years old still, you know, but I know so many of us out there, even older than me, avoiding conflict, avoiding confrontation, avoiding speaking up when you see something wrong, avoiding dealing with the hard stuff. Like, man, you know. So, anyway, yeah, I I don't want to be before y'all long, I always say that, but somebody out there, um, I don't even know if I'm praying for myself right, I probably ain't even, I don't know, but if you understand what I'm coming from, where I'm coming from, I, you know, reach out, um, if you want, and just, we can pray for each other, you know, because, you know, you know, even fasting, and stuff like that, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm a fast, I'm a fast, and then I'm like, man, because honestly, when you're fasting, if you still got crap in your heart, like, or if you're not really focusing on Jesus when you're fasting, you might as well not even fast, you might as well call it a hunger strike, because it's not true fasting, because, you know, it's supposed to be a time where I'm taking, you know, whatever, food, and, and all of those pleasures and things away, and I'm replacing that thing with the word. Because if I'm just like not eating and I'm not reading or praying, then it's like you're just you're just not eating. You're not fasting, you know. And just, you know, letting fasting be that thing that catapults me from this regular, raggedy, basic, fearful, fearsome, weak-minded stance to, you know. Because I used to fast at the drop of a hat. Boy, when I started fasting, I would... You couldn't get me to eat if you tried. Like, I would stay on it, and I would not let go of God's robe until I got what I needed. Like, I would not play, like, at all. Like, when I shut down, I shut down, and it was over. I'm like, I'm going to get what I need because this is a mess. And it's just like, over the years, it, I mean, and again, this is a spiritual fight. So it's going to get harder. It's going to get harder. It's going to get harder to where I could fast with ease before, and I could shut down and block everything out and fast two and a half weeks, a week and a half, or just until God said let go, now I'm like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I might as well just eat because I'm not, I didn't do right today, I didn't, I messed up, I haven't dealt with this situation with this co-worker, so I might as well just eat because it's not going to get better, I'm not going, you know, and it's like, you know, just, just, you know, not believing the lies of the enemy, um, not, not letting him, 
you know, and it's easy to be like, yeah, you're not supposed to believe that Allah is the enemy, enemy, the enemy, but when you're in that thing, and it's just like this whole, like, it's like I'm just in this vortex. Like, I just, you know, and it's just like I got to stop this vortex. I got to stop my mind from going there every day, all day. My mind and my life are controlled by this one situation that I can't even enjoy my life. I can't even just live in the moment because I'm always trying to figure out how I can, you know, just, just survive from one situation to the next. And there's supposed to be a flow in cars. There's supposed to be a a, a flow, a, a piece of, mm, just a, mm. And it's like, excuse me, like, what are you doing? Like, you're just so out of whack, you know. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, yeah.